Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kins 5 San Antonio. Hey, TGIF, hope you're having a great end of the work week and getting ready for the weekend. And yeah, Spurs play tomorrow versus the Pelicans. So I figure before that game, very pivotal game as, uh, you know, Spurs are chasing the play-in spot, that uh, we're going to a special guest here on Locked On Spurs. Now, for those of you who do not know, uh, for years now, uh, before every uh, season begins, the Spurs usually train with uh, San Antonio's own and um, boxing champion, you know, San Antonio boxing legend, Jesse James Leha. Uh, it's not uncommon for Spurs, where they have been Tim Duncan, Monty Ginobili, Brent Ford, Derek White, Lonnie Walker, pretty much everybody who has gone through the Spurs system of late. Uh, has uh, been training with Jesse James Leha in the uh, offseason. Well, he invited me over to his gym in San Antonio to discuss what it's like to train the Spurs, um, who which Spurs actually punch the hardest, and which Spurs could also possibly become a boxing star if they didn't choose uh, a basketball path. It was a great interview. Uh, he talks about who was the strongest puncher that he's ever faced uh, wearing a Spurs uniform. Um, that how much he pushes the uh, mental side of things when he's training the Spurs and when it all began and how it all began. Share some funny stories. Yes, one including Manu Ginobili that I think you're going to enjoy. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this interview right here on Locked On Spurs, an exclusive interview that is with uh, Spurs boxing trainer and San Antonio boxing legend Jesse James Leha. Enjoy. So Jesse... How did you become involved with the Spurs and training them in the offseason? When did that all begin? Tell us a story. Well, I think the, the way it started off, just initially way at the beginning, was in 1999, their lockout year, the first lockout year, um, they couldn't train uh, at the facility. So I got a call from the Spurs organization asking if I would help the Spurs go through the run, you know, running routines or just the workouts. And so I used to run at the Alamo Stadium you know, twice a week and do my sprint workout. So the Spurs would go out there and, and do my sprint workouts. I would run, I was still boxing at the time, so they would come out and just uh, do the workout that I would do. Anything I was doing at the, at, the, at the track, they would have to do the same thing. So we were all doing the, the same type of workouts. And one of the funny stories is Will Purdue, uh, came up to me and said, James, I don't think we need to do these full, full 100-yard uh, sprints because the court, the basketball court's only 90-something feet or something like that. He said, and I said, well, how, how long do you think, how long do you think a boxing ring is? I said, get out there and run. And so he, he got, everybody laughed and he had to go and run too. So um, that was a funny thing. But that's where it started. And then in 2005, when I retired, I got a call from Popovich and asking if I would train the Spurs. Uh, because I already had opened my gym, and he called the Spurs. I mean, they called me to see if I would train them in boxing, and it was mainly Tim Duncan who wanted to do it. So if Tim, if Tim Duncan was doing it, everybody else had to follow, because right. who was not going to do what Tim's doing? Right, right. So and Tim's a martial artist. He loves martial arts, and, and he wanted to get his hands better in martial arts, so we, they called us, and my team and my, my sons uh, went out there and started training. We've been training for, what, since since 2005 wow um you mentioned tim duncan right now mm-hmm. um you and i spoke you know days ago about that and yeah you said he's the one who really wanted to have the team do this and everything yeah how is he how is he because 
now that in retirement, he's all about MMA. You know, yeah, he loves that. Yeah, he loves it. Yeah. You know, um, how was he training him? Uh, was it any different training him as an NBA player? You know, and, and that goes to the same for everybody else in the youth training. Actually, with Tim, I mean, you could see why he's great at what he is, at what he does in basketball, because he took the same, uh, the same aspect and the same training uh, seriousness that he did in basketball into boxing and to martial arts, but in boxing, he wanted to get it right. Cause it's like we were doing technique stuff and he would mess up. And I said, it's okay to me. He goes, no, it's not. Let's get it right. Wow. And I said, oh, okay. So he yeah. really wants to get, he was 100% wanted to do it the right way and, and make sure it was done right. And he improved so much from his striking from the beginning to the end. Even now, when we go to the Spurs now, he's still out there and he mm -hmm. still comes in. He still does boxing with us. Um, you could see why he's great at what he did mm -hmm. in, in basketball because he takes the same seriousness in boxing or in martial arts. He's a perfectionist. He wants to get it done right, mm -hmm. and, and he was amazing. A lot of guys are amazing, right, but yeah. they're great athletes too at the, on mm -hmm. top of that. But not always did it transfer over to boxing because it's a different sport, but a lot of the guys still have that same, uh, the same uh, eagerness to get great at it, mm -hmm. and especially Tim, though, but there was other, other guys out there that. Wanted to get good. There's some hard, hard punches. These guys are yeah. 230, 240, 260s. There's some big boys in there, and they hit. I think Will, uh, not Will Purdue, uh, the Red Rocket, uh, yeah. he's one of the hardest punches out there. He really? was one of the hardest punches out there. And uh, I mean, just when you're hitting, he's hitting those hand pads, and you know, your arms are like, oh my God, this guy hit so hard. <laughs> you know, and every time I'm, I'm there and I'm sparring, I always think, how would I take their punch? Yeah. And because these guys can hit, and I was like, "Oh man, I wouldn't want to get hit by him." That's the first thing you think is yeah. when you get hit by a, a hard punch. Is like, oh, I wouldn't get hit by him. Um, it was it has it been was it Matt Bonner who surprised you the most as far in in the ring? You know, as far as punching power, was it somebody else? Did anybody walk in and you're looking at? Oh, I don't know. I'm making it up. Like some rookie come in and he throws a punch. You're like, "Whoa! I didn't know he had it." Well, in that him. was Matt Bonner. Yeah, I, Matt I didn't Bonner, think yeah. he had that type of power when he. Hit, I mean, he is just. Incredible. He's a big guy too, though. Right, you yeah. got to think he's two yeah. foot, two sixty, and but you're supposed to hit hard. But uh, he's just an, an incredibly hard puncher. Mm -hmm. Tim's a hard puncher, but fast. Tim's, Tim is more technique and and but with a lot of power too. And um, fundamental, it, right? Yeah. And <laughs> Tony Parker was just all about speed. He was the same guy you saw on mm -hmm. on the basketball court. The same guy in boxing, just like a Floyd Mayweather, fast and get it in and out, in and out, right. in and out, super fast. And Manu was a perfectionist. He mastered that thing within a week. He was so good. The first day we had him, I, he got so tired, he was laying down in the ring. said, don't worry, I'll come back and I'll be stronger <laughs> next time. And then the, a week later, he was just like on fire. And he was, look, we were all looking at him like, oh my God, we couldn't believe how good he was. Mm -hmm. He picked it up so fast. And even Tim was looking at him thinking, oh my God, I can't believe how good he is. Right, and yeah. he just, you know, he was only at it at two weeks and he was wow. really, Really, really good at it. Has uh, Coach Popovich ever tried some of your training uh, Pop, methods? Pop used to do it all the time at the yeah. beginning. He loved the mitts. He loved hitting the bag and all that. But I think he had a, a wrist problem or mm -hmm. something, and he had to stay away from it. Uh, but he loves boxing. He, matter of fact, um, when we first started this, he was going to put a boxing gym inside his house. Oh, wow. So I got him a heavy bag. I got him the, the double M bag. I got him gloves. I got him all that to set him up and to start him off with. It's, yeah, he put one in his, in his house. Yeah, he, so he still made boxing yeah, in his house. Yeah, I don't know. Exactly. But um, he doesn't do it with us because all the guys, you know, we have 16, 17 sure. guys out there. Did, did you ever have a chance to uh, uh, work out with uh, Kawhi Leonard? 
Did, did he ever oh, go yeah. through? Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. We, we worked out quite, quite a bit. Matter of fact, even when uh, during the season, I forgot what year it was, he was hurt during the season. Mm-hmm. I think when he first messed yeah, up his, uh, was his hamstring or his quad yeah, or something, quad, yeah. he was just boxing. He was just boxing with us. We did twice a week just to get him back into shape into, right. before he started uh, playing basketball right. again. So we were, I was training him personally. I mean, just going over there, just training uh, Kawhi. Wow. And he's really good, too. Yeah. He's real quiet, but really good. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you've trained Popovich, you've trained the big three, Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. you got some surprises. You mentioned Will Perdue, yeah. Matt Bonner, how fast Tony Parker was. Has there been a player that you really had to work with? Like, all right, come on, you're not yet. Hey, it's that time of year again, March Madness. You know, college basketball's tournament is finally here. It's even in San Antonio as we speak. Look, from all the latest odds, contests, player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. I go there. You should go there, too. Hey, look, it's in San Antonio. March Madness. You got to check out betonline.net. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Catch up on everything you need to know about your favorite team, whether it be NFL, NBA, MLB, over at BetOnline. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continuous source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting, betting that is, and your favorite Vegas casino games. I know whenever I miss Vegas, I just have to go to BetOnline and I can play all my favorite games right there in real time. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. Hey, look, what do you got to lose? You got everything to gain. Go to BetOnline right now. I definitely, I really, really do love the favorite Vegas casino games that I get to play when I am away from one of my favorite cities. Once again, go to Bet Online. It's where the game starts. I don't know. I, I guess there, there have been. I, I can't. I can't even think of who it mm-hmm. was. But there were some guys that just don't don't get it, or or mm-hmm. didn't want to. Train yeah, or there's there's some yeah. guys I'm not gonna mention who they are but right. some of the guys just don't want to do the boxing they you know maybe they're intimidated I don't know they're intimidated yeah. or they just don't want to do it or they're doing something else but there's there's only a few guys that just say now nah, we're not gonna box and every time we ask them they say no but okay. the whole team's doing it right but they don't there's a couple of guys yeah. that haven't but you know maybe they have hurt wrists or maybe they they sure. the trainers say that nah, I don't do it because your wrists are right yeah, yeah. Maybe, so Contract I don't know situation. yeah I don't know but yeah. you know but pretty much. You know, all the, the big the big guys, all the players. Because, first of all, if Tim's doing it, everyone's doing do it. it yeah. And if you if Tim's doing it, if your captain is doing it, your leader's doing it, you want to do it as well. And that's why they do it. And and But Tim, even when Tim's not there, you got everyone coming in. And they love it because it's something different. You're learning how to protect yourself. It's a mental, it's a mental um, to do this and to, you know, to learn how to defend yourself. And right. to, just confidence. It's a confidence builder. Yeah. It's a huge confidence builder for, for guys that... If you're doing it uh, and you learn how to defend yourself, you could play a little harder on the court. Mm-hmm. Not that you're going to fight, but if you had to, you know you could. Yeah, That's like walking into a room with a bunch of guys and you know how to defend yourself. You're not going to worry about that because yeah. you know, you're, you're confident. Yeah, And it, can, and it goes a long way in, whether in life. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of these guys are um, really confident in, mm-hmm. in, their, in their play. And, yeah. and and if it ever came down to it, they can defend themselves. Exactly. And that's and that's the key. It's confidence. It's having confidence mm-hmm. and playing a little harder, uh, pushing the guy a little harder without having to worry about what's going to happen. Talking with Jesse James Leha, San Antonio Zone boxing champion, right here at Leha Boxing Fitness. More on that in just a few moments. 
So now you see the team transitioning now to a younger group. Mm-hmm. Um, Lonnie Walker, you have, you know, former Spurbrand Forbes, you know, before yeah. he left. Uh, Rudy Gay, you know, before he left mm-hmm. as well. Now you saw that transition, but now it's the young guys. And you and I spoke a few days ago uh, talking about the aha moment. And I want to talk about that because yeah. you're more than just physical coach, like running with mm-hmm. them and, and in the ring with them. You talked about the mental aspect of it. And even as a matter of fact, you told me Lonnie Walker even reached out to you a few times talking about the mental side of it. Talk to us about that and how the Spurs really value them, getting these players mentally sharp. Yeah, and, and that's what we're talking about is, is the confidence part of it, mm-hmm. is being mentally confident in your abilities and, and mentally confident in what you can do and how you can play. I was, when Lonnie and, and Bryn Forbes first came in, they were just starting off, they were still beginning to see, but they were boxing and they loved it. They were coming in doing privates. They called us, hey, can we work out even more uh, with you guys? Mm-hmm. And, and I said, this is, and I was telling these guys, you guys are going to be great players because, not just because of the boxing part, because it, it takes the individual. But here's the thing. If you're in the NBA, everybody's good. Everybody's in the NBA. If you're playing in the NBA, you're a good player. What separates you from everyone else? What separates you from LeBron? What separates you from Kobe? What separates is the mental aspect part of it. We can all, they're all good, right? You're, you know, you're, you made you're, it. you're in the yeah. NBA, you made it. So you, own, you have the right just to be as good as anyone else. No one's stopping you, but you have to have confidence in yourself and you have to believe in your abilities and you have to, I said, you know, hey, if I'm going to fight, if I'm fighting somebody and they're, they're great, they're great fighters, I'm going to punch them back too. <laughs> if they hit me, I'm going to hit them back too. Yeah. I don't care who you are. I'm going to hit you back. They, they may beat me, but I'm not afraid of you. I'm going to fight you. Uh, there was a, a joke, uh, Lonnie Walker, he, as big as Lonnie Walker is, I don't know, what, 220, yeah. 230, and he's, what, 6'7", 6'8". And I said, Lonnie, if you and I got in a fight, you would probably knock me out or beat me or something, but I'll guarantee you're not going to like it because something's <laughs> going to happen to you. I'm going to bite your ear, I'll bite your nose, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fight dirty because yeah, yeah. I, I need to fight and I know how to fight. And we laugh about it because that's true. These are mm-hmm. big guys and they're great athletes, but I'm not afraid. I'm going to fight you. Right. And that's the confidence you need to have when you play against anyone. Mm-hmm. Hey, you're just as good as he is. You made it to the NBA just like he did. Mm-hmm. Not, and so that's the confidence part of it. And boxing gives you that confidence. And and not, not it gives you confidence, but it's not a false confidence. The false confidence is if you're in there and you're not working yeah. out, not training hard, not doing what you're supposed to do, you still have to work as hard as everyone else. Um, but I told these guys, I told Lonnie and, and Bryn, back when they first started, I said, you guys are going to be great players because I can see the drive and the determination you have right now. Just trying to be better at boxing, it's going to take you a long way. Wow. And not to say, you know, they would have done it anyways or not, I don't know, mm-hmm. but look where they're at now. You see the game, you know, basketball's changing. It, you know, back in the 90s, it was sort of slow down, half court, bruising, yeah. big guys. Yeah. But now it's more flow, free. It's a finesse game. Yeah. Do you have to consider that when you're training the, the new generation of Spurs in the ring, or is it still just simply about conditioning and making sure that they're ready for that up-and-down play? Yeah, you know what? Uh, no, I'm just training them to get mentally tough. Okay. I want them to be mentally tough. And through boxing, you become mentally tough because you can defend yourself. It just... Just knowing you know how to defend yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, I don't, I don't want to tell everybody this is comp- or, or violent or whatever, but it's, yeah. it's not. But I'm just saying, if if I walked into a, it could be anywhere, right? Walk into it, there's people there, but I have a gun in my pocket just because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I want to be safe. That's confidence for me. I have something to back mm-hmm. me up in case I have to. Well, that's why I see defending yourself as well. I'm confident because I know how to defend myself. 
and I could do, I could play hard, I could do whatever I need to a little bit more. Mm -hmm. And these guys, you know, it just, it, there's nothing like having confidence mm -hmm. um, and and knowing you know how to defend yourself or or know how to play at your best or knowing what you've done to get better at your sport. Like these guys, Kobe Bryant was a huge boxing fan. He boxed all the time. Yeah. Kobe Bryant, not with me, but he boxed yeah. all the time. And, and look at the mental aspect he has. Westbrook boxes all the time. Mm -hmm. These guys have a different mentality. And, and I, you know, it's, it's something you have or something you learn. Mm -hmm. And I think when my, in my career, I learned how to be confident. I, I knew how to fight, I knew how to do that, but the confidence didn't come into about when I turned pro in 1988. Mm -hmm. No, actually it was 1990, I turned pro in 88, but my, right. I had some, one of my friends gave me a, a book, my dad's best friend gave me a book, and it changed my life, it was, and it was about positive thinking, and it changed my life, and from that point on, I, I, it changed my life, changed my character, changed everything about me, because I became a confident person, because I knew yeah. I could do whatever I wanted to do, I just had to work hard at it. And you, were, you, became a, you became a champion. I mean, you did. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and not only that, a champion, but I became a champion in life because I became a confident person. I'm not a negative person. I, you know, we, 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 I, don't believe in, I don't believe in the word can't. Mm -hmm. I can do anything I want. Yeah. Just got to work at it. And what, what's been the feedback from the Spurs over the years? I mean, obviously, they're still sticking with you. We, we <laughs> saw it again this past offseason. Yeah. You know, you've been doing it for years. Obviously, you're doing something right. Uh, what have they been saying? Did they ever come back and say, Jesse, we love what you're doing with the team? No, they, they, the Spurs, they, I think the the way they say they love it is by continuing calling me back and and having me go back and train the guys or, or the guys coming to my gym. Mm -hmm. Now, you know, I was going, always going to the gym. Now they come over here and we go back and forth. Uh, to me, that's the the sign of uh, our work that we're doing with them mm -hmm. is that they continue using me. We're 17 years into it, going on 18. And um, I just think it's it, it's a it's a good um, it's good for us. It's good for them. It's good for the players. And and I think uh, the fans see it too. I, I, the fans see it because it, it they can see us. We we posted. They dispersed posted. Lonnie Walker posted whatever. But and it's it's a good relationship that we have. Mm -hmm. And and we do it with uh, with class and we do it with uh, with a lot of pride as well. Is is there one routine that you put these guys through that they hate? Is there some one thing that they know it's coming and they're just grunting and groaning like we don't like this? No, they may not like it. But it's the mid part. Everybody wants to. Everybody loves to do the mitts, yeah. but it gets you so tired and so fatigued. But you want to do it because you're not going to get better at it. And and it's the, the mitts, you know, holding yeah. the mitts and they punching and all that, and we punch them back and we do all that stuff, and it gets you so tired, so fatigued, but they love it. Yeah, and that's part. That's part of growing and getting better. Maybe we can exclude Tim Duncan here because he's all Mr. Boxing and MMA guy. Yeah. But has there ever been a player that in your training time you looked at him and said, you know what, if he wasn't an NBA player with oh. the Spurs, he could have been a boxer. Oh. NBA Top Shots is the officially a licensed NFT of the NBA. Connect with a community of hundreds of thousands of NBA fans as a natural progression of fantasy sports, a way to upgrade your experience as an NBA fan. Look, this is the future of what being an NBA fan looks like. It's part trading cards. You know, you, every moment on a Top Shop originates in a pack. Unlike trading cards, these aren't still images on a card. These are officially a licensed NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. It's very akin to the stock market for the NBA. Every day, millions of dollars of worth of NFTs are traded back and forth between tens and thousands of NBA fans around the world. And hey, 
It's like pa- fantasy sports as well. So for example, if a 2K influencer mentions my team and completing sets in what every night you have the ability to capitalize in the market if you're able to predict top performers. It's even akin to airline loyalty program, uh, basically for the NBA. Look, investors include Michael Jordan and Kevin Durant, not to mention Will Smith. There are also a lot of NBA players in the community like Tyrese Halliburton, Cole Anthony, and Harrison Barnes. Look, I hear people tell me all the time or ask me all the time, hey, why would I buy a highlight when I can just watch it on YouTube for free? Not just about watching a highlight, it's about having ownership stake in what's akin to a stock market, as mentioned, for the NBA's greatest highlights. So, if you sign up today for Top Shot today, the best way to start is by getting yourself a starter pack. You can pull an NFT of superstar like LeBron James, KD, or rookies like Cade Cunningham, Evan Mobley for just 9 bucks. And if you pull your favorite player from the starter pack... Well, let me say you didn't do that. Well, you can snag moments from the marketplace that appeal to you. Challenges are the best way to earn exclusive moments. NFT rewards complete challenges to unlock moments. NFTs. You can treat Top Shot like the best of daily fantasy sports. Top Shot moments can get you access to events and even be used in fantasy mini games on a regular basis. NBA Top Shot is the future of being an NBA fan. Own officially licensed rare NFTs of the greatest moments from NBA history. Sign up today at LockedOn.NBATopShot.com. Celebrate the freedom of choice with Built Bar. Did you know you can choose from many delicious flavors at Built Bar? Well, you can get coconut, raspberry, mint brownie, salted caramel, strawberry. The list goes on and on. There's definitely a flavor for each and every Built Bar fan. And hey, look, if you feel like you're going to miss out, they have the mix box. You'll get two of each of the nine flavors. Not only are Built Bar flavors the best tasting, they're also healthy too. 17 to 18 grams of protein, calories ranging from 130 to 180, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty, all healthy. Order today. Get the grasshopper cookie or raspberry or whatever you like. Built Bar is the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. That is pretty cool. Go to Built.com right now and get yourself 15% off your order. That's Built.com, 15% off once again at Built.com. Manu could have done it. Tim could have done it. There's a few other guys that are just so good at it. I, I'm, um, did you did you did you go with did you train Lonnie with Walker's really good. Oh yeah? Lonnie Lonnie's been doing this forever. Oh wow. With us since, since he first came mm-hmm. in the first year. And he's been doing it off season, in season, whatever. He's and his fiance's in here all the time working out with my sons. Um Lonnie's been doing it for years, and he's really, really good. He, I mean, mm-hmm. the more you do this, the better you yeah. get at it. It's just like any other yeah. sport. Um, but those guys are—they stand out. They stand out a lot. Oh wow! Yeah. See, I, I, even, I, even uh, Bryn, Bryn was great really? at it. Bryn was always doing it, and and White, D They're White, right, yeah. D White's amazing at it because these guys have been doing it for, since they got sure. here in the, in the season. They just got better and better at it. And they want to get better. They do their privates or they do with, with the team. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when you know these guys are really serious about what they're doing is when they do it with the team but they say I want more and they do it on their own because they want to get better at their mm-hmm. sport that's that's the key it gets you better at basketball the mm-hmm. the fast hand-eye coordination the drills your core strength and your mental mm-hmm. capability of knowing you can do it right it just gets you better at what, whatever you're doing that's why uh, I mean football players do it everyone's doing yeah. this everyone's boxing because it's just a special sport 
We're here with Jesse James Leha right here at Leha Boxing Fitness. He is a longtime off-season trainer for the San Antonio Spurs. He's talking to us about what it takes and what it means for him and just for the players that have gone through his program and for the San Antonio Spurs to find success with his players on the court. Just a few more questions, Jesse. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Um, what has been some of the funnier moments? You mentioned one already about Will Purdue not wanting to run or where he's yeah. asking you, like, why are we running this amount when the court is yeah. only this amount? Have there been any moments where you just had to just stop and just laugh? Like, was oh, it Manu collapsing on the court? Yeah, one, one was a Manu laughing, yeah. uh, collapsing and being so tired. But most of the thing is, um, there's so many of them. There's a few of them. Because I always punch guys back. Mm-hmm. And, and even I have to jump up to hit Tim. But for Tim and I, every time we do mitts, we always bet on how many times I'm going to hit him. Because okay. he said, you can't hit me. And I said, yes, I can. I'm going to hit you. And while we're doing mitts, I get to hit him clean on the face with the with yeah. mitts. With, right, with right, the mitts. Yeah. And I'm not hitting hard. But I'm able to hit him. So I say, like, see, I can hit you. <laughs> and he always says, okay, 10 times. You won't hit me no more than 10 times today. <laughs> or whatever. That's a funny thing that we always go through is that we bet each other how much I'm going to be able to hit him or not hit him. Have any of the, have any of the players wanted to go one-on-one with each other? Like, get in the ring? Oh, yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they pretend they've bought, they yeah, had their yeah. gloves on. Yeah. So whenever you have your gloves on, you want to hit somebody. Yeah. So they go, who was it? Tim and, I forgot who it was. Tim and uh, someone else. Was it Matt or someone else that they were, like, trying to hit each other? They're playing around. Yeah, but they're playing around. They, yeah. they put their gloves on. They size up to each other and stuff. But um, it's just funny, this guy's because think about it. you put gloves on you want to hit something yeah. and you become macho all of a sudden <laughs> right away, you become right? like you're the best fighter in the world you're rocking but, that's, but, that's, <laughs> but yeah but that's the confidence in this learning yeah. how to fight it gives you and that's it, it's confidence it's about confidence with the Spurs and uh, but we, we there's so many funny things where, where I'm hit it's usually things I'm hitting them or, or I grab them and I put it I get them mm-hmm. in the clinch and I try to knock them down or push them down um, even it's, it's probably funny because I'm so short compared to these guys um and I'm hitting them and pushing them around, and um, they always—it's it, always different when I've been doing this for all, half, all my life, and so I'm able to hit them easy, and mm-hmm. they can't believe that I'm hitting them so easy. Right. But it's just because it's—it's—it's it's a skill thing. Right. I'm not, yeah. It's skill. I've, I've seen the openings, and they can't believe it. Like, man, you hit me again. They can't believe you hit me again. <laughs> and it's just—it becomes a. Right. It's for them. It's challenging for them not not to let me hit them, yeah. and so they start working at that, but. It's a, tire, it's, a, it's a tiring mm-hmm. part of it. Uh, it's a mental aspect, and I think that's why they still do it, because mentally, you have to be mentally tough to be in basketball, football, baseball, mm-hmm. any sport like that, yeah. to be great at it. Talk to us about the gym. Uh, if people want to come up, come over, sign up, mm-hmm. how many locations do you have? What do you offer for those that are they're in San Antonio right now listening to the show and want to come and join the Leha Boxing Fitness? We're at 8418 Broadway. The funny thing is we're, we're around the building on 8418. We're in the back end. There's a Cane's Chicken that's right next to us. You go on the, the street. is The side street's Greenbrier, mm-hmm. and you would turn on Greenbrier and go around the back of the gym. But... Um, We've been here a year now. We've been open for 17 years as Aleja Boxing Fitness, uh, a year at this location. We had three locations, but we made one big location in Central uh, San Antonio, Broadway and 410, and uh, we're open every every, every day but uh, Sundays. And it's, yeah, if anyone look us up on Instagram, Leha Boxing and Fitness, on Facebook, Leha Boxing and Fitness. Uh, we just got a new phone number, and I don't remember the phone number right now. Right. I can get to you, but... Um, uh, yeah, we're here, and we train everybody from businessmen to businesswomen. Sometimes, most most of my clients are businessmen and women. Uh, we have a few amateur boxers, a couple of pro boxers here, but my main concern is to train the ordinary person how to become a confident person and learn how to protect themselves and learn the art of boxing. 
And it's a uh, beautiful uh, facility, the one out here on Broadway. I'm in, we're in it right now. Uh, excuse all the background noise and, box, and bags you're hearing, but yeah. it's, it's about uh, two stories. About two, yeah, it has a balcony. Yeah, two stories. You got a, you got the, your uh, the ring. You got some weights. You got you got everything everything you need to lose weight, learn a skill. Yeah. Uh, you know, meet a meet a San Antonio champion and hit the bags. And get confidence and get confidence and uh, get in the best shape of your life. I sure need it though. That's for sure. This is sitting here with this tire on my waist here. But uh, Jesse, I want to thank you for taking some time out to join Locked On Spurs. Uh, I know a lot of Spurs fans are going to enjoy listening to this, hearing some stories about you training San Antonio Spurs and getting them ready. So for Jesse James Leha, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.